Welcome to season two of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs podcast. I'm Brett. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, welcome back. We will keep things similar to season one. After all, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our season one content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Brett. I'm Chris. And I'm Tyler. And along with us today is producer Pierce. Welcome, Pierce. Hey, Pierce. And also, it's good to be back with you guys, eh? It is yeah. good to be back. Season two. Who we, could have thought? We made it to season two. <laughs> We're <laughs> here. <laughs> whoop, whoop. We made it. Absolutely. So in today's episode, we are going to be reviewing Town Brewery out of Whitby, Ontario. Nice. And much like season one, we're going to be trying two beers today. The first one is Outside Jokes, not the inside ones, the outside ones. And that is a New England Pale Ale. And the second one we're going to be looking at is called Link It Up, which is a New England IPA. Nice. And then to finish up the episode, we're going to talk about our personal involvement when it comes to communities and not-for-profit organizations. Brewery is located at 1632 Charles Street in Whitby, just a couple blocks away from the Port Whitby Marina. Never been. No, I, I have also I've not been. Never been either. <laughs> to the brewery or the marina. Uh, so town was founded in 2017 by Jeff Tamley, along with brewmaster Tim Furman, with a simple goal in mind, to make better beer and build a stronger community. Yeah, so on the outside of the building, which we've seen with a lot of previous breweries that we've taken a look at, it's kind of like an old warehouse, and they've obviously turned it into a brewery. It's actually a 5,000 square foot facility, so wow. really good size. Yeah. Um, with a modern taproom look, you know, lots of bricks and lights, lights to make it, uh, you know, very welcoming space. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, so Town prides themselves on modern pale ales and IPAs, which we're going to be kind of seeing today. Both of them, yeah. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't stop, you know, them from kind of like working outside the box. So we'll see what they kind of have in store. I'm sure we'll talk about some of their other beers as we kind of go through it. So I think so. Why don't we talk about the uh, brewery a little bit here? Yes, so the beers from Town are, are to represent the passion for quality, the desire to be creative along with the openness to experiment with different brewing methods and ingredients to make it an unforgettable experience. And hopefully in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's I, I true. I definitely hope it would be in a good way, yeah. Now, we kind of did mention it like nobody's been before. No, I have not been. Right. No. Producer Pierce is emphatically going big, with the left. Big shake of the head. Left, yeah. right, left, right on that one, yeah. Yes. So Town likes to partner with like-minded charities, bands, and environmental causes. And we'll get more into that with our second beer today for what it's connected to for yeah. the community brews. Uh, and also, uh, they actually just had a community cleanup of the Whitby Shores on August 14th uh, because they are part of the Great Canadian Shoreline Group Clean Initiative that supports the World Wildlife Foundation and OceanWise. Nice. Fun fact, there's Ooh. actually been 2 million kilograms of trash collected since 1994 across Canada's shorelines. Wow, that's that's crazy, actually. But, and that, that's good that they're close to the marina, because then they're close to the shoreline. The good thing was, anybody who participated uh, got a free pint card, um, <laughs> so they got a good way to cool off after supporting a great cause. That's wow. 100% true. I mean, that's definitely a good way to get people to support your right. cause, right? <laughs> it's like Clean up the environment and have a beer. And then come have a beer with us, yeah. I'm in. 
<laughs> I would be in for that also. If I lived closer, I'd be in. Right. 100%. It's a long way to go for a free pint. Um, and we have shorelines closer to us that we could, you know, clean up if we if we wanted to do that, I think. Uh, they're also part of the uh, Coastal Waters uh, organization. Uh, so they kind of donate $1 to the David Suzuki Foundation. I presume that's uh, kind of per beer sold. Um, right. Yes. So that was an IPA that they had done as well, for sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 And actually, the first beer I ever had from town uh, was called uh, Pop, and it was partnered with the band Scorpion Hill and Sistering, which is an organization working on the behalf of women in need in the Toronto area. And it had a great fuzzy peach passion for mm. flavor. It was my introduction to town, and let me tell you, it was a really good intro. Was that a sour? Then? Uh, no, it was an IPA. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, That'd be a good one, yeah. 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 I, I enjoyed the, the fuzzy peach kind of flavor. The, the only bad thing, I guess, about them doing these uh, kind of one-offs with you know charity focus is that you, you probably won't ever be able to get the beer again, Yeah. right? right. Which is, if you really like it, you better stock up. Exactly, yeah. So we've kind of talked a little bit about some of their beers, and some of the beers that they currently have listed right now include Square Wheels, which is an IPA, pineapple, grapefruit, you know, kind of tasting notes on that one. Um, Astro Ever After, um, or sorry, Astro After Ever. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> English, man. English. <laughs> Juicy IPA with peaches and berries and flowers on the nose. That one sounds good, eh? Chill yeah. as Frig. <laughs> it's a light, yeah. light lager with lime zest and multi flavors of uh, fresh bread. And then they also, of course, have a couple different seltzers there if you want to try something different. Yes, they, I, have, they have dabbled into the seltzers as well. Well, yeah. I mean, Chris just said gotta, but if you listen to their seltzers episode, you might not wanna. With, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was partly being sarcastic. Um, <laughs> but and, and also, I will say that they also just had a new release a couple days ago, uh, the Witzig, which is a nice Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. And we all know our producer loves his Hefeweizen. Yes, yes, Pierce, Pierce, Pierce does, does like enjoy that. Um I I will say I really like the names of their beers. Um, they're they're like Square Wheels. It's kind of like a funny name, even outside jokes. Like it it just seems a little bit. It seems pretty clever, right? Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, they do a good job with that. So, yeah. Brett, you've had a couple. Yes. So as mentioned, I've had the uh, Pop Scorpion Hill one. Uh, I also had the Den Full of Dads. Uh, uh, so it was a collaboration with Third Moon uh, right. because, you know, it just made sense. I'm a dad, you know, I had it actually in my den. just made, made sense. Uh, <laughs> was it was a only den? Full, it was only full of one dad. Den uh, full of dad, yeah. yeah. I, I should have had a community of dads. Fife's a big guy, you know. It's yeah. multiple dads. You should have invited me over and it could have been a den full of it's dads. It's true. No. Uh, and also, I've had uh, outside jokes before. I had it uh, last year, so... Uh, it's going to be different to see if there's been any little different nuances thrown into it. Right. Uh, and I do remember it being very, very good. So hopefully we will also enjoy it today. I hope so too. Well, pr- our producer Pierce also has had Den Full of Dads. Um, interesting fact, Pierce, not a dad. Wannabe though. Wannabe, Wannabe dad. dad. Wannabe yeah, dad. for sure. <laughs> uh, Eventually. You know, it's coming. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> Sooner or later. <laughs> um, and he actually just had square wheels last night. It's almost like he was doing research for the episode. Yeah. Now, while we kind of go on, I'm going to ask producer Pierce to see what their rating is on Square Wheels, because that'd be kind of cool to see. Um, so whatever Pierce has for that. Um, on on tap, there's 143 different beers that uh, Town has produced, as well as seltzers. Uh, wow. The overall rating of 3.89 uh, with Denful of Dads is actually the highest one at 436. That is wow. correct. Uh, which, yes. that was a 570 ratings. So again, we kind of see that they're not like producing a whole lot, or at least they're not getting a lot of reviews uh, necessarily on Untapped, so they're kind of one of these mid-range breweries. So be uh, be nice to see them kind of explode a little bit. 
uh, with like, some help with this episode. And uh, breaking news, breaking news, Pierce uh, did look up his rating. It was a four. There you go. That's for the square wheels. Yes, right? for square yeah. wheels. Yeah. Yes, nice. that's correct. Cool. Also, we would like to acknowledge the uh, traditional, ancestral, and unceded territory of the Huron-Wendat First Nation in which Town Brewery is actually operated on. Yeah. Nice. All right. So with that being said, let's talk a little bit about delivery. So they have a $10 flat rate um, throughout the province of Ontario, free over $30 in terms of local delivery. Now, unfortunately, that doesn't include us. That includes Durham Region in Toronto. And yeah. we are not there. We are a not A little bit there. outside of that. Just, Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. <laughs> <laughs> now, you could also get 30-liter uh, uh, kegs shipped of these kinds of beers. Outside Jokes, Square Wheels, and Chill as Frig. So if you do have a kegerator or want a kegerator, get a kegerator and then get the beer to take advantage of these beers while you're at home. Yeah, Maybe. or talk to your favorite uh, craft beer bar. Maybe they'll get that in. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's true, actually. Good yeah. call, yep. So hours at the brewery. Uh, Monday, 12 to 8. Might be able to make it, who knows. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday to Saturday, 12 to 10, and then Sunday, 12 to 6. So obviously if you are in the area, I mean... I can't think of anything better to do than to go to town brewery yeah. and have some beers. Also, <laughs> also pretty plug. cool, open every day, which a lot of breweries are not open every day. That's right. You yeah. know what, Chris? Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I put that all together. Uh, all right. Well, we're going to link our their information on our social media. So if you guys want to check them out, just uh, click on that. Check them out. Check us out. Totally get it. But anyway, let's get on to our first beer. All right, so first off, a big thank you to Travis from town for supplying the beers on today's episode. Thanks, Travis. Thank you for starting off season two. Much appreciated. So uh, the first beer that we're going to have, as we mentioned, is called Outside Jokes, which is a New England pale ale, and it has a 5.0 ABV and unlisted IBUs. Nice. That's good. All right, so this beer is a hazy and juicy pale ale featuring Sultana and Citra hops, with flavors of orange peel, pineapple juice, and a slight floral note. So we'll see if we get all that while we uh, smell it and taste it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the aromas are going to be hitting you with pineapple. Mm, I hope Makes so. Makes sense, because pineapple <laughs> juice, pineapple. <laughs> and mishmash of citrus fruits, including the tangerine and mandarin oranges. And almost that slight lemon vibe. Or, as we've seen before uh, on an untapped uh, handle, lemony. Yes. Yeah. Very Lemony. True. All right, so on Untapped, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs, of course. And uh, the overall rating for Outside Jokes is 3.88 bottle caps out of nice. five, yeah. which is good rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, total of about 2,600 check-ins, which is good for uh, kind of their flagship beer. Right. Um, interesting, kind of coinciding with our second season release, Untapped has just updated their app. And we can kind of dive in a little bit more in terms of, based on serving style, what the ratings are. Brett, why don't you tell everyone what the serving uh, style rating for can is? Yes. So actually, out of the 2,600 check-ins, 2,320 have been in a can. And the rating is actually a little higher than the overall. Uh, Mm. So it's actually (laughs) 3.92 out of uh, five. Just FYI. Thank you for that. That's great. You like the pitch up there? That's my... uh, Hiya! It's funny because all the jokes for this uh, podcast here were actually told inside, not outside. There, yes, <laughs> that's true. All right, let's add four more ratings uh, to that serving style. Let's go with our can in one hand and our glass in the other one. It's been a while since we've done this, but... It might be a little rusty. <clears throat> let's open her up. Oh, yeah. Fife, what do you think about that? Good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't you love that sound? I was just trying to make sure my beer wasn't going to spill. <laughs> it was almost going to fall out of my hand. I, I, say, I was saving the beer, boys. Good, good call. So uh, we are drinking this uh, pale ale out of a pint glass. Uh, so not a nonic pint, uh, just a regular pint. So make sure to use your proper glassware. All right. So let's uh, start sniffing this one up here. Nice to see a little bit of that uh, head retention. Nice kind of uh, carbonation in the bubbles on it. And this looks like almost like that Five Alive kind of look with the pale ale. So hopefully it has some of those citrusy notes. This looks yeah. like a prototypical summer beer that I'm going to want to crush. Absolutely. And it's nice and hazy, uh, which I like, obviously, from a New England pale ale. And yeah, lots of head. Um, really kind of fluffy, nice head. Are we uh, getting that pineapple juice off the, uh, the nose there? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I'm getting that right up front, which is which is really nice. And producer Pierce says, you know, uh, we should probably mention that it does kind of have an IPA kind of look to it. Yes, um, it does. The smell is very much a pale ale. Yeah, Brett, you had mentioned that they said there's a mish mash of yes. citrus fruits. Uh, mishmash. I, yeah, I, I definitely feel like there's a mishmash. Uh, <laughs> I just like saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fun word, yeah. isn't it? But I'm telling you, like, it's almost reminiscent of that Five Alive. Right, because I can't really pick anything out distinctly. It just smells citrusy. It's, it's just there. Okay, now that we've talked enough about the smell, can we taste it already? Or Yeah, let's taste Good. it. I just had a little let's bit extra here. I had to wait for my head to go oh, yeah. down. Me too. To put All that right. in there. I'm going to take a swig now. All right. Take a swig with your mishmash. That's like a mishmash of fruit mm. in your mouth. No. <laughs> That's smooth. That goes down well. I remember this is exactly like what I had uh, last year. No uh, no complaints here. Yeah. Put That's a right. summer beer. Yeah, because you mentioned that you, you had had this before. Correct. Yeah. I'm get, getting all that citrus come through in the back end. Oh, totally. Which is really nice because it's it's refreshing right up front. It's it's smooth as you've mentioned, and then again, it just I don't know like the pineapple, the any of the other citrus whether it's a kind of like an orange tangerine kind of uh, flavor with it as well. Yeah, I think it mentioned uh, when when we talked about uh, what what the brewery said we should expect. It, it mentioned orange peel, mm-hmm. and I'm getting that a little bit on the end. Not you know when you bite into an orange peel, it doesn't really taste good. So it's not <laughs> doesn't taste like that, but right. it's just like a slight hint of orange peel yeah yeah i've never really bitten into the peel of an orange before so I'm never not, no, no not no. you don't bite into it to start the peel no no i do not wow all right no it's uh it's nice again it's it's smooth i feel like this is a very summer kind of beer totally um i probably could have i don't know four or five of these in a heartbeat oh i could sit on my deck and crush this all day and tell a bunch of outside jokes <laughs> We gotta look into what the heck an outside joke is, you know. I believe it's actually a joke that is told outside. Oh gosh, uh, I, we I, got a den full of dads here, and I, <laughs> I, I don't know if we want to get too off topic, but I think it's the opposite of an inside joke. Oh, okay, ah, like, I yeah. see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, why don't we talk about the uh, top five flavor profiles? So much like uh, season one. I'm gonna go through these, uh, and you guys are gonna respond to each one, letting me know if it uh, coincides with what we're drinking or not. So number one. Citrusy. Yeah, that's definitely uh, absolutely. number one for me. Yeah, yes. producer Pierce with a thumbs up. Number two, light. I don't think this drinks as light as what it's kind of promoting in terms of number two on here. It's still light enough, uh, but my opinion is it is a little bit heavy, and but at the same time, still highly, highly. Yeah. Yeah. I think it drinks light. I, I think I, so. I'd say it's light 
in terms of what you might expect versus a pale ale. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. Right? I, I, that makes sense to me. Maybe not number two. Right? Sure. Sure. Um, number three, smooth. Uh, yeah. 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 I, yeah I would probably put smooth at, at number two. Number two. Yeah. Uh, number four, grapefruity. I, I guess, I mean, it is in the sense that it's citrusy. Uh, if someone can pull grapefruit out among the other citrus, then good for them. Um, but I would say it's just citrusy in general. I, I think, yeah, I would kind of put the pineapple grapefruit kind of yeah. coinciding, which would come yeah. up with citrusy. Uh, but it's it's there. Like pineapple, grapefruit, is all 4A, 4B for me. Yeah, I would have probably put pineapple up front there and maybe move grapefruit down. Um, and then we also yeah. see that kind of orange peel thing. So number five is dry. Uh, no. I do not agree with this one. Ah. Yeah, I don't think it's dry. Uh, Producer Pierce, very confused with uh, with dry. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And again, this is where you could have moved pineapple into the four spot, orange peel into the five, vice versa. Zesty would have been a good one as well. That would have been an option. I forgot about Zesty in terms of a player profile. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Now would have been the time for it. Would have been, for sure. Uh, But speaking of untapped, uh, there's a couple of user thoughts. As always, what we do is we usually have two... uh, Untapped user thoughts on every beer. Uh, Tyler, you have the first one. I do. So the first one is Andrew W. Handle is very local specific. (laughs) Andrew W. Underscore Guelph dash on. So I think he might live in Guelph. We now know where Andrew at least resides. So thanks, Andrew, for giving us the information. (laughs) On August 24th, stated the following. Light color, mild flavors, and a quick clean getaway. Doesn't linger on the palate. Andrew rated it a four to five. Yeah, that's a pretty good review, I think. I totally... I think that's pretty I, I, good. I cannot disagree with that. I, I, I'm getting the whole doesn't linger on the palate like it's there, yeah. and all of a sudden it disappears. And I think that's why it's... I would almost maybe put Crushable up there too, right? Mm-hmm. Because totally. it doesn't linger. Like, it's it's nice, it's refreshing, it gets in, and it gets out. So it's the odd time when you have that beer that just lingers there a little too much. Yeah, it does bring down your rating, where this for, one for sure. lingers for enough time, and then it's gone, and it makes you want to have another sip. Exactly. It, it keeps you coming back for more. Yeah. So I'll be sad when it's gone. <laughs> um, so the next one comes from Sean M. Uh, handle is uh, Killer Duck, we'll go with. Interesting uh, spelling. Uh, so on August 1st, said great hoppy aroma with a light bitter finish. Smooth and creamy with tropical and dank bites in the finish. Ooh, dank uh, bites. Yeah, not sure what a dank bite is, but Ooh. Sean gave it a 4.25 out of 5. Well, you do notice that a lot of times New England sometimes have that dank um, flavored profile in it, right? Yep. Yeah. People like that dank juice bomb, if you will. Right. And so another thing to kind of add to this is producer Pierce did say, you know, we could have probably added that tropical flavor pro- profile as well. And so that coincides with what Sean is saying. So yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, all right, boys. Season two. It's rating time. Episode one. First rating. First of ratings. The so I'm going to start our ratings off. I'm going to give it a 4.25, a 4.25 for myself. Very nice. I am also going to be at a 4.25, actually. No way. Yeah. Copycat. I know. The more things change, the more they stay the same, eh? Copycatting <laughs> each other. Uh, for me, I'm going to stay with the same rating I had uh, earlier in the year with this. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Producer Pierce coming on in with a rating of a 4. Yeah. Which means. Yeah, so that's going to give us a overall score of a 4.25. Not too bad for the first of beer. Of course, what happens? You know, it ends up being you guys, you know, you <laughs> average beast 4.25, hey, blah, blah, blah. It's just math. Yeah. You can't argue with math. It's Damn true. math. 
<laughs> All right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to continue to drive around town in order to get beer number two. All right, so the second beer we're having today is called Link Up, which is an IPA, and it has 6.0 ABV, and again, IBUs are unlisted. Nice. This beer is brewed in support of and in partnership with linkupbeer.org. Um, this IPA drinks like a fluffy cloud. Oh, oh, right. Featuring Citra, Mosaic, and Vic secret hops. And just so you know, mm-hmm. so yes. the everlasting love that Chris rated a five last year from Counterpoint. Also our number one beer of season yes, one. Yes. Had Citra, Mosaic, and Vic Secret. So you're saying this is probably going to be a good beer. It should be, yes. Yeah. Uh, so this beer, Link Up, explodes with pronounced flavors of pineapple, passion fruit, orange zest, and pine. Nice. So Link Up, just so everybody knows, is an initiative led by Microbrassier Cinquième Baron and BAOS Podcast. Okay? So, Good French, by the way. Thank you. You're do you, Do we know what BAOS is? Uh, beer and other bleep. Other shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can give them a follow as well. I believe that they're on Instagram as well. Now, their vision is to ensure the future of the brewing industry becomes a more diverse, inclusive space. So we're all, you know, kind of behind that as well. Absolutely. Link Up is going to be providing training, work experience, financial resources, and then hands-on work experiences for the biopic um, applicants as well. So a really good initiative. We've talked about these sort of uh, initiatives with other breweries as well. This is just another fine example of a brewery stepping up for uh, Link Up and, and creating this beer. So um, hopefully we get a good beer and we know it's a good cause. Well, I think we are going to get a good beer because I'll tell you what, on Untap, there's 124 check-ins to this beer with an average rating of 4.15 bottle caps out of five. And we mentioned in our first beer, a little update to Untap. So uh, from the can, because we're drinking the can uh, for this beer, there's been 85 check-ins and it's 4.17 bottle caps out of five. So a little little, little better than the average. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, without uh, any more words being said, let's... uh Open her up. Let's see if... I know uh, I haven't said this, but God. <laughs> Let's see if Rick and not try and only, smell. Only took the second beer of the, the second season. Because we haven't done this in a while, okay? That's what it is. That's what it is. Well, we are drinking this uh, IPA, this Link Up, out of an IPA glass. Uh, so remember <laughs> to yep. use your proper glassware <laughs> yeah. and pour properly because I didn't. So it, it is tough when we're trying to do uh, the recording as well. And and the IPA glass arguably oh, is probably oh, the, oh, oh, oh. the toughest glass to probably pour into because it's got one of the smaller mouth... Uh, um, openings, especially with a very, very fluffy head, and as it was mentioned, like a fluffy cloud. Yeah, right? it's it's very easy mm-hmm. to agitate the beer in the can when you're pouring it, which obviously creates that head. So yeah. you just got to be slow, but yeah. And my we're rating get- of Chris's pour one point two five. We're trying to get the pour in. Try to get that pour in, and sometimes it comes out fast, right? Because well, at we're least trying to get the glass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Baby steps. Better than other times. Baby steps. <laughs> so what do we see here, fellas? What do we smell here? Anything? We've already talked about the fluffy head. Um, it, it does kind of hang around, and we'll probably see as we go through this, there's probably going to be a defined lacing on the glass just based on what kind of uh, IPA this is and being a fluffy kind of head. I agree, um, yeah. So we'll probably see that as we drink through it for sure. Producer Pierce is um, seeing it already because his is settled a little bit more, so he hasn't drank any, thank goodness. 
but it is starting to uh, yet, do a little bit of lacing. Yet. Yes. You know what? It, it actually has a very similar smell to uh, our the first beer we yeah, had. I was going to say outside yeah. jokes. Yeah. And same kind of in appearance too. We talked yeah, about this. Is it's got that haziness, kind of pale look to it. Um, yeah. Again, this the look of it just screams outdoors, thirty degree weather. Yes. Just did some yard work. Need a refresher. This is perfect. Yeah. If you're looking for a good beer, you might have a good beer. You know? It's true. Just, just saying. It's true. Tyler's over there like the Dairy Queen server saying, if you flip it upside down, it's yeah. still going to go for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just checking. Had to hold it in there Just for you. checking that head retention on it. And it's good. All right. It definitely smells tropical and citrusy and everything like that. So hopefully we get that when we taste it. All right. Let's slam our tongues into it and have a sip. Mm. Okay. Is, I'm hoping this is going to be a mishmash of fruit in this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, that'll do. Uh, that'll do. It it is very reminiscent of almost that that pale ale. Um, yeah. But just kind of on the the IPA side of things, right? Yeah, a little bit more hoppy, a li- yep. like a tiny bit more bitter. Um, a little bit more bitter. Expect, of yep. A little bit more alcohol by volume. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, definitely uh, citrusy as well. Um, definitely. Like I said, getting I, I smelt the tropical, definitely tasting tropical, like you said, Brett, sitting outside on the deck or something like that. This would be this, awesome. This yeah. This would definitely be one I could uh, crush. I get like m- the first one. Just y- yeah, more. For sure. I get more of a grapefruit from this. And that might be just because it is the IPA. I have, I feel like I'm getting more of a grapefruity kind of flavor with this one than I did with the other one. A little less uh, you're not getting the pineapple, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, no pineapple. Definitely grapefruit. I would say on on the back end. Yeah. Um, the the first part of the sip kind of hits me with uh, the bitterness and the hoppiness, yep. Yep. and then the back end. Uh, that's where you get the the fruit and the grapefruity coming in. Absolutely, concur. I almost think this beer is almost like soft, right? It just goes down so softly, mm-hmm. so smoothly, like no complaints going down the esophagus, right? Just like you take a sip and it's like. The old mm. esophagus didn't yes. have that on my bingo card. That's a big word for Brett. Yeah, it yeah. is a big is word. Like nine letters, ten letters. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to have them count them. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, who wants to take uh, control of the f- top five uh, flavor profiles? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll grab a hold of that. Uh, so first one coming in is Tropical. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. was Tropical the first one in the... Citrusy no, was. No, Citrusy was. Yeah, okay. Tropical wasn't in there. Wasn't we, there. We, we said, had the discussion okay. that yeah. producer wanted, Pierce We wanted to put it, it in. Pierce wanted to put it in. Yeah, yeah Pierce was Just very Just did not have the power to do so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Tropical, I'd say yes. I'm getting Tropical. Yeah, um, for sure. Second is Citrusy. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, again, it, like I said, I'm getting the grapefruit at the end, so that's the citrusy part. The citrus part, part of it, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'd say it's less citrusy than uh, Outside Jokes, personally. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I think maybe that's the pineapple juice. Being yeah. Too, right? mm-hmm. uh, number three, Hoppy. Yeah, uh, yes. it's not overly hoppy. And I think that's no. something we should mention as well is for an IPA is it doesn't come across as super hoppy. If you were getting into uh, craft beers and you wanted to try an IPA, say you had the pale ale and you like that, this would be maybe a little slight progression yes. up to an IPA, but it's not going to be like that like total hoppiness forward, bitterness kind of just linger in your mouth. Um, and then kind of turn you off, maybe some craft beers. This is very nice, especially if you're looking at uh, introduction. And I also think that com- that combo of the Mosaic, Citra, and Vic Secret always comes off like, yes, okay, it's hoppy, but it doesn't taste hoppy. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, just, again, I'm going to stick with the word smooth. Like, it just, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. I like this one. Yeah, you get, a, you get a good flavor profile from the hops Definitely. instead of that bitterness instead of or hoppiness. Pure bitterness. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. Uh, number four uh, is light. I, I don't know that I know. And again, I'm pretty sure light. that uh, producer Pierce pointed us in the first one. I don't know if he actually talked about it, but I think it's more so light in color, not exactly in the flavor itself. Mm. I, I think for an IPA, it's, it's light. And I think that it's attributed, again, to the maltiness or the, um, the hoppiness or the, the bitterness of it. Um, because you, you can slam this. Like, I feel like as an IPA, that, oh, that because it is smooth oh, and what yeah. it is, is that this is a lighter kind of IPA beer, not in alcohol content, but in just the way that it can be, you know, drank. Yeah, totally. That, that makes sense then. And it's different because it says top five flavor profiles, and we just highlighted light as like the color not an actual flavor, right? Right. But I, right. And we've and we've done that before with yeah. flavors before. Sure. I really think it should just be like not top five flavor profiles. It should be top five beer profiles. Like characteristics. Top five yeah, characteristics of yeah. this beer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll come out in a, another update I from mean, Untapped. Maybe next year for yeah. right in time for season three. Twenty twenty two. Untapped. If you go look at that, can we go uh, yeah. flavors and change it out to characteristics? Thank yeah. you. Perfect. All right. There we go. We'll make that change. Uh, last one, number five, grapefruity. Uh, which I agree with, but I would move it up, I would say. Yeah, I'd yeah. move it up as well. Yeah. Other suggestions from producer Pierce? Smooth, dank, bitter, mouthfeel, pine. There's that dank again. Come right back in, mm-hmm. eh? I do like the mouthfeel one on this one as well because there is a, a difference, um, again, with the pale ale, and I, I, I do get a bit of a mouthfeel on this one. Yeah, it's not as much as of a mouthfeel as you might get with a uh, like a lactose beer, for uh, yeah, example. Yeah, like milkshake IPA or something, um, yeah. But definitely, there's more uh, more mouthfeel for sure, and it's interesting having just had um, the outside jokes, right? Because they're very similar, but we can kind of pick out differences. So yeah, it's kind of si- cool. They're similar, but they have their different nuances that makes it its own independent beer. And yeah. I, I think we got to kind of again go back and say, hey, thanks to Town for this, because yeah, they kind of select the beers that we get, right? We yep. we we offer up suggestions sometimes, but they kind of pair this nicely uh, with the pale ale and then this one, so. Great job. Like, whoever picked these two, good job. All right. So the one thing, also speaking of good jobs, um, when uh, Travis sent us the beers, he literally sent us an email saying, Link Up was literally canned today yeah. and sent it out. I don't know about you, but that sure is hell service. Yeah. yeah. That's Fre- good service. Freshness, right freshness matters. Yes. It does. And they matter. understand And that's that. the one thing we haven't touched on. This beer, fresh. Especially yep. in an IPA, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, 100%. that's going to make a big difference. Um Speaking of maybe the cans, do you want to talk about the can, uh, Brett? I know the the town. No, let's let's real- do that for the first time yeah. in yes, season yes. two. Yeah. So I think a lot of the town brewery cans are pretty similar, right? It's a lot of you know um, paintings and different nuances of that. I feel as I've said nuances twice in three minutes. It's like a again a new another word for me. big word. Brett. Yeah. <laughs> nuances Ooh. and esophagus. Those who are yes. playing at home, nuance and <laughs> esophagus. <laughs> It's called a thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Another big word. <laughs> Check out the next it? producer uh, special because we're going to be talking about how we uh, spent our time away uh, from yeah. the podcast. Brett picked up a thesaurus. <laughs> Go ahead. Like one of those mini ones that you pick up at chapters for like five bucks just to kind of like... The pocket thesaurus. Yeah. thesaurus uh, have yeah. you heard of the internet? Thesaurus.com. Thesaurus. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Brett. What's the, what's the internet? I don't, I don't know what that is. Well, you'll find out. Oh, apparently. Anyway, so Town has pretty much used like a lot of you know paintings and whatnot for most of their um, uh, canning art. Again, very attractive. Like 
you're going to definitely notice it if, if you're in the LCBO. Uh, outside, we- outside wheels, outside <laughs> jokes and square wheels are both available in certain go. LCBOs, FYI. Uh, so it'll definitely stand out when you are looking for new beers to try. Yeah, I just like the simplicity of it, right? Very nice. All right, so let's see if we get some simple kind of untapped user reviews on this. If not, they might be complex. We'll see. Let's start with you, Chris. You got All the right. first one. First one comes from Algon S. Handle is Algon Smosley. All right. Uh, on uh, August 24th said, bright and soft, passion fruit, pineapple, citrus. Nice blend of Citra Mosaic and Vic Secret. Easy and refreshing finish, summer in a can. And uh, Algon gave it a four out of five. I can't agree more with him. Summer in a can. Yeah. Very much correct. You know what? I didn't think of it beforehand, but now that I see passion fruit, yeah. It's yeah, true. I'm getting the passion yeah. fruit out of this. It's mm. true. All right. So Brett. the second review that I have is from Tim D, and his username is Tim Dick. On August 15th, stated, big fruit scent, grapefruit is predominant, makes for a slightly tart start. Hints of orange, too. Nicely balances with a slight hot bite at the finish. Four out of five. Yeah. Nice. Any, right. any, nobody has any complaints A slightly about that tart start. Yeah, I don't get tart. I'm not getting the tart yeah, start. That's, oh, that's where I was yeah. kind of it's interesting, with it, but, but all right, fair enough. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Sure. Chris, you're entitled to yours too. I am. Thank you very much. So, speaking of ratings, I am going to give this one. I'm going to stick with the same rating I had on the first beer, four point two five out of five. Okay. I am also going to be paired with you there, but uh, I won't be. Uh, I'm going to give it a four point five. I'm going to pair with myself in <laughs> the first one. <laughs> All right. Well, that was difficult. So I'm going to go with a 4.25 myself, sticking with myself as well as my friend, my amigo, Chris. And uh, producers also going to give it a 4.25. What's that give us as a team there, Chris? That gives us a 4.3125, which we are going to round down to a 4.25. 4.25 for both beers. Pretty good. Yeah. So that's going to conclude the review of Town and their beers. All right. Coming up. We're going to be talking about our local and personal community involvement. Well, town has a big emphasis on community and building a bigger, stronger one. And it's a good chance to talk about what we do in terms of our personal involvement with our own, within our own spectrums of communities and not-for-profit organizations. So, I want to pose the question to the boys. Okay. Are we uh, part of any local, provincial organizations, federal organizations? You know, committee members, on boards, etc. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chris, thank you. Tyler. Yeah, so, I mean, currently I don't really sit on anything um, just with work being a little bit, you know, taking up a lot of time. It of itself is kind of a local organization, municipal government. So mm-hmm. uh, there's that. I kind of give back with my employment, I suppose. But um, I, I do kind of, uh, with one of the producers previously, uh, vice president of a local athletic association as well. So we kind of did a co-thing there. Um, yes, you ran a golf tournament a couple times, didn't you? Yeah, there was a little bit of that. Exactly. And it was basically just around um, one of the local ball diamonds. So it was not really a, a, a beautiful place. And uh, it was gravel, actually, like stone dust. I was just going to say, it's really good to have your upfield be grass and not gravel. Yeah, that, you, that would help. Yeah. Some <laughs> might say I did it for selfish reasons as a center fielder because <laughs> it was stone dust from basically the backstop all the way to the outfield fences. <laughs> There's a lot of stone dust going on there. So, 100%. a complete remodeling of the, uh, the ball diamond. So, it, it does look a lot better and it is grass. Um, I do also, or I did also help out with Sunshine Dreams for Kids as well. So, I did a lot of 
um, volunteer work with them uh, growing up as well. So there's a bit of a personal connection there, which maybe we'll get into another time, but uh, helping out with that and doing uh, a bunch of curling bond spiels and, and uh, yeah, volunteering some time there. So if you guys had bond spiel on your uh, bingo, <laughs> that's a big word, apparently. It's not. Yeah, not as big as esophagus. <laughs> and I bet you can't spell both. <laughs> bond spiel, probably have a better chance of spelling that. <laughs> it's true. What about you, bro? What do you got? Uh, so I'm a member of a couple different organizations. So I actually work for a not-for-profit. Uh, I'm not going to tell you exactly what I do for a living. Do you want me to give the exact address? Uh, No, I'm okay. Thank you. Uh, But anyway, so I work for a not-for-profit, and I'm a member of a couple of different organizations uh, for supportive employment in terms of disabilities and everything like that. Um, So, yeah, it's been quite uh, an experience in terms of doing a lot more virtual stuff, obviously, because, you know, it's the time we're in right now. Right. uh, Versus going to the conferences and everything like that and networking. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's one of those things that I'm actually – looking to broaden my horizons it's hopefully you know time obviously is of the essence and i don't have a lot of time between work and parenting and everything else um but i'm wanting to be on a board probably hopefully by the end of the year yeah um so i've looked into like a couple places in stratford in terms of like i think the library and things like that so mm-hmm. i've put in applications for that because i feel as though you know it's always good for professional development always good to be on a board um to know the different nuances of different things right yeah, yeah. it's nuances. nice to give back. Nuances. Sure. Yeah. What of the day? And and that's the thing with me is like I uh, I'm kind of like you. I have a a limited amount of time in terms of I'm working, I'm parenting, but it would be um, I, I think one thing I would like to do is get on to the board of my daughter's daycare um, because that's such a big part of her life, and I think that if I can kind of take a a kind of role in in shaping that, then. That's something that I would be really interested in. You know what's funny? I'm actually on the board of uh, my child's daycare. (laughs) Oh, is that right? (laughs) Yes. Because uh, my wife runs a home daycare. (laughs) Season two, episode one, we get a buy a wife right There it is. So has anybody took it in terms of like professional development opportunities, right? So obviously there's different courses and things like that you can take through not-for-profit organizations or maybe even going back to school to do a, a course here and there. Has anybody done that previously? Yeah, Chris, do you want to start? You can say no. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I don't do a ton of professional I development. I don't do the schooling. Um, I'm done now. So for, for my uh, for my job, I do have a, a professional certification, so I do have to do kind of you know regular professional development to maintain yep. that. Yep. Um, but I guess outside of that, in terms of you know you're talking about volunteering, community involvement, I I don't necessarily have some sort of um, you know, designation or sort of thing where I'm, I'm kind of maintaining that. Right. Now for myself, I continue to ed- continue, continuing education there you go. Yep. is important. And I've always, you know, anybody that works for me, same sort of thing. Um, I always try to make sure that there's money in the budget so that way you can continue to be educated. So for myself, I mean, I started municipal government probably about eight and a half years ago and I've always it's been that long. Yes. Yeah, always been doing something. So, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of courses through AIMCTO, which is the association of municipal clerks and treasurers of Ontario. And, uh, so I've done municipal administration programs, municipal law programs, um, Outside of that, I've done uh, privacy and information through University of Guelph. In addition to, I just actually wrapped up a program evaluation uh, program with uh, Laurier University. And so I've always continued to do something. Um, I've got professional designations as well. So my uh, AMP designation, which is uh, municipal professional 
um, through one of the organizations. And they're going to upgrade that to the highest one that you can possibly get, which is a certified municipal officer. So that's what I'm working on right now. I've also taken municipal law enforcement courses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, I'm just so continuing to be educated because I don't sure, have right? kids. And all I do is drink beer and be educated. It's, you wonder what they call that? Spare time. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. Have what is that? Get it, get it in while you can, boys. I know in terms of professional development, I've taken a couple courses previously. Uh, I've looked into doing the career practitioners through Conestoga. Um, debating on it also depends on kind of like how virtual, how in person it's going to be, depending on COVID and all that other stuff. Uh, Producer Pierce, uh, he's done some things apparently. Um, mm. So he's actually obtained complete concussion management certification. Um, so if you have a concussion, contact Pierce. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so he also, I mean, he's coached a lot. Uh, there's a lot of webinars to his NCCP, which also I've uh, completed. Uh, level one is that. Uh, a lot of, you know, CE courses. You know, I've also done like mental health first aid, things like that. So when you say well. NCCP, what do you mean by that? The National Coaches something. Certification something. program? Yeah, certification okay. program. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what it means, but I wasn't 100% sure. It just threw me yeah. on the yeah. spot there. I'm just a big fan of it when you mentioned an acronym that you explain what the acronym is. is. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, should, I should have said yeah. that, yes. Do you want to talk about uh, volunteering time and then we'll wrap this yes. up? So uh, I've volunteered with the SAA before, uh, which is kind of a local athletic association with me. Uh, so I've done, you know, so when you right. say SAA, what do you mean by that? The Stephenville Athletic <laughs> Association, <laughs> which you're like, can I spell that out? <laughs> also, there's uh, like a local, uh, what's actually called a local, which is in Stratford. Uh, I volunteered there because I know a friend whose uh, mother is the executive director there, so I volunteered there a little bit. Uh, <laughs> because I know somebody, I volunteer. I know people. Yeah, yeah okay. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I've done some serving for different events and things like that. Yep. When I was in high school and college, I organized Organized multiple tournaments for like minor basketballs because I wanted to give back. I thought that was going to be my future. Turns out I did not become a teacher. So there is that part as well. Esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So I'll, I'll talk about some volunteering I've done. So I'll, I'll be honest, it's not necessarily a lot. Um, well, you said no at the hop. Yeah, right you did. So. When I was in university, we had a one of our classes was called organizational business. And part of our big project was to kind of organize like a volunteer um, event basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so basically what we did is we, uh, collected items as well as money for, um, for Habitat for Humanity, uh, in Windsor. So that was good. We were kind of stationed at a hardware store in Windsor, a local hardware store, kind of collecting donations and people could, you know, even like buy stuff right from the hardware store and donate it to us right there. So, um, that's kind of, that and then here in London, um, there's an organization called, um, uh, oh my God, what is it called? Yeah, please uh, tell me. Oh I'm, no. looking, I'm looking for it. Please tell me uh, what it's called. Come on. It's called Reforest London. There it is. Uh, yeah, there you go. And so they uh, they hand out trees to uh, to residents of London for you to plant in your home. And so I've we've grabbed a, a few trees there and uh, and planted those in our backyard so we can reforest London. Trees, please. Um, so yeah, I've kind of talked about some of the volunteer stuff that I've already done. So I won't kind of belabor that point, but. Always looking for opportunities to volunteer and, and put myself out there, whether it's local boards or organizations. Again, focus mainly on work right now and just and really trying to get that kind of secured before kind of putting myself out there. But I think we kind of all have the same kind of sense about, you know, if we have kids or going to have kids eventually that sitting on those school boards and really trying to make a difference and... Uh, and, and that's kind of really important to us. So Being involved is key, right? Right. Yeah. So as previously kind of mentioned uh, for producer peers, 
uh, vice president of local athletic association, as well as, you know, minor baseball. And um, Brett, myself, we've kind of done the same sort of thing as well. And I, I love getting out there with the kids and teaching them everything I know and really trying to be better ball players than myself, which wouldn't take much. Um, it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> and then also uh, Pierce, you know, helps out with a local junior C a hockey team and being the athletic trainer there. And then again, Volunteering with uh, Canadian Cancer Societies, and I don't know if you guys have done that as well. I, I have, uh, in addition uh, to Pierce as well, with Relay for Life and uh, yeah, helping yeah, organize that. So, life, yeah. and then I mean, we we like beer, but uh, Pierce also likes uh, a little bit of chili. So the Heart and Stroke <laughs> Foundation does a chili cook off as well. So um, a lot of volunteer hours, I think, between the four of us put out there. But um, it's definitely it pro- more than the forty that's required to get your high school diploma. Let me tell you. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's never enough, right? There's always Always more time that we need to do. So, I guess that's basically that, right? So, absolutely. Should we conclude this section and probably hit it up with our farewells? So, I think so. Let's do it. We'll be right back with our goodbyes. That's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to our first episode of season two. Keep on listening as we release a Craft Beer Connoisseurs episode every Thursday and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. Make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite not-for-profit organization. So from all of us and producer Pierce, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris. And together, we're the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. <laughs>